What is up, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of Move the Chains. Uh, coming at you, as always, this is Sean, and joining me is Alex. What's up, Alex? What's up, Sean? What's up, Faithful? Hey, Faithful, what's going on? Uh, we're right smack dab in that stretch run. We're, we are 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Just to kind of get everything out of the way, we are 6-6. Six and six. We are currently the seventh seed. If this was two years ago, we would not be in the playoffs. No, yeah, the NFL has added another team. So, Alex, I know this is something we talked about at the beginning of the year. You know, that seventh seed might come into play. Uh, of course, we were thinking we would be a division champ, but <laughs> what do you think, man? Six and six. Six and six. Um, you know, we, we're, we're, it's, it's strange, right? We're, we're beating the teams that we're supposed to be losing to, and then we're losing to the teams that we're supposed to be beating. Um, it's up and down, you know, there's games that we have complete games or offense, defense, and special teams is all, you know, playing cohesiveness and, you know, we're, we're looking outstanding. And then there's games like Seattle that we shoot ourselves to the foot, um, you know, turnover after turnover, Jimmy Garoppolo just, you know, does the, the bare minimum to keep his job. And, uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. So six and six is not what we're expecting, but you know, there is good news. Like you said, there's that seventh seed and uh this is the reason why there's another you know there's a 17 uh game to the season it's just to keep the middle of the pack you know keep fighting for that seventh seed for that hope uh so you know the nfl succeeded in that because we're all tuned in that's right i mean well heck it was about the money for being perfectly honest but (laughs) no i I agree with you you know it, it does give teams you know added incentive whereas you know any other year you have teams that are sitting at you know five and seven, you know maybe even four and eight. I think four and eight. The Seattle, I don't know if they're officially eliminated. They're probably not officially eliminated. No, yet, not officially. But, but you get the you get the sense that okay, if you're if you're five and seven, okay, you have a shot at it. You know if you can, you know, get hot, maybe finish nine and eight, ten and seven. And by the way, you know I've been programmed my entire life to think in quantities of sixteen. Because of uh, you know sixteen game schedule, so when you hear twelve, I automatically think of four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you hear yeah, nine, yeah. I think of seven. So it's mm-hmm. going to take a couple of years. You know, twelve and five, eleven and six. That just doesn't sound right to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting so I, it. I don't, I don't know about you, but it's it's going to take me a couple of years, man. Yeah, man. I'm um, actually I'm actually getting into the groove. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm rooting for that it ten just, and seven, man. Ten and seven. Right. It just it just reels off. But yeah, you know, to to put a bow on what happened last week in Seattle, you know, it's you know we are we are now five and sixteen all time in that stadium. Uh, it opened in 2002, right as they joined the N uh, the NFC. Right, they were of course for those who don't know. Back in the 70s, they opened as an NFC team for one year. And from 1977 through, 
2001, they were an AFC team. So they were actually in the same division as the Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos. They were irrelevant. You know, they, they had one AFC championship game appearance in 25 years. They were irrelevant. They did nothing. So that's why no one ever heard of them. <laughs> and, you know, they hired Mike Holmgren away from Green Bay, who Holmgren is, of course, one of Bill Walsh's right-hand men. And he sort of builds that franchise up to what they became in the 2000s, right as, right as they joined the NFC. You know, they had uh, Matt Hasselbeck, Sean Alexander. They made a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Hasselbeck, what was he, like a late late round, right? Fifth, sixth, seventh round pick? He was a later round pick, but he was drafted by uh, one of uh, – he was handpicked by somebody in Green Bay while while Holmgren was still there, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. And he kind of sat on the bench for a year or two. And then when Holmgren gets to Seattle in 99, he immediately traded for him because he said, okay, I can make this guy – you know, my franchise quarterback. Up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, like I said, five and 16 from 2002 to now 2021. Uh, that is 20 years plus the one playoff appearance we had there, which is well documented. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, uh, the first game we ever played there actually was a Monday night football game in 2002. And uh, that's when Terrell Owens scored a touchdown over Sean Springs. And pulled out a Sharpie from his sock and autographed the ball. So I think, and again, look, I I, I know I'm going to differ from a lot of Niner fans here. I, I, I can't stand that fan base. But as a team, they're not a rival to me. They're not a top, you know, three rival. As someone who grew up a 49er fan, you don't just become a rival overnight. You know, it takes years and years and years and years, generations even. You know, the Cowboys and 49ers, that's a rivalry. Giants 49ers, you know, Packers 49ers. You see it anytime we play the Packers, the Giants in the playoffs. You know, Fox tells the story just based on the history. Yeah. It's not there with Seattle yet, but, but, you know, it's, it's frustrating. One day we will win up there. Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, Michael Scott, the office, how the turntables. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's getting to that direction. I, I do want to say this. I want Russell Wilson to return to Seattle for one more season. We got to beat them, man. We got to beat the guy before he leaves well, Seattle. That's just how I, I feel. I, I don't, don't know, know if you he saw, is. Alex, today, as of today, there was a report that uh, he's open to going to Denver because he does have a no trade clause in his contract. Well, what, do you, what would you think about that? Russell Wilson in Denver? Because they have a very good defense already in place. It's, it's not perfect. It's not perfect yet. With Vic yeah, Bangio. with Vic Bangio. And I think he would actually, you know, fit. they run a similar scheme to what uh, Seattle was early on in, in Wilson's career. You know, I feel like they've yeah. hired different coordinators now, you know, trying to bring, incorporate different philosophies and principles. I think they need to just let him be what he is. And that's uh, backyard football, right? Is John Elway still GM? John Elway has uh, taken a bigger role. And yeah, oh. so he's kind of not as involved day to day. But he's still very much running the organization. Because I'm thinking he's doing like a Peyton Manning thing, you know, take right. another Hall of Fame quarterback in his. Because uh, what Russell is entering, what is he, 31, 32? He's 32. He'll be 33 next season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Peyton Manning was with the uh, Broncos around 35. That's, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, because he was he turned forty right after he retired. Mm, so he was about thirty six because he was with the Broncos for he was about there for three four years. years. Yeah, four years. There you go. So yeah. he was about thirty six then. Yeah. So I mean, it's not far off from Russell Wilson. It's not from it shows you how fast time flies. I remember when Russ was a rookie. Oh man, yeah. So let's put that behind us. We're not going to see him until yeah. next season. It was it was a disappointment. You know, we would have hoped to go one and one uh, in this this season, but it, it didn't go right. as planned. But Seven and five would have been nice. You know what? We have a we have a yeah oh big time. We have a better record and we have a better opportunity to make the playoffs. Like you mentioned, Sean. Um, you know we do we do control our destiny, and, and I know you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, Alex. Like you said, it's one of those uh, sports cliches. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar. When you hear control your own destiny, all that means is you win, you're in. We don't need to rely on the Eagles to win a game here to help us out. We don't need the Rams to slip up. It's as simple as that. Control your own destiny means if we win, we are in. And that's that's where you want to be in sports. Having to rely on help or you know another team to, to slip up, you don't ever want to be in that position. It's such a helpless feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Any uh, Giants fans will actually know this. There was an infamous incident, God, I want to say in the early 90s or late 80s, where the New York Giants won and they needed the Niners, the opponent. I don't even remember who the opponent was. But that they needed that team to lose. So the, the Niners, who had already clinched, you know, first round by and the top seed or whatever, <laughs> they immediately pulled all their starters once the Giants had won the game. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. they... It, they got run over. It was like they lost like 40, 44 to 10 or something. And uh, no, the game didn't matter. It could have been 100 to zero and it wouldn't have mattered. Right? Exactly. And yeah, uh, yeah. Phil Sims, who even if you're a younger fan, you may not uh, know the name the him as a quarterback. You'll remember him as a broadcaster for the last 20 some odd years. Phil and Sims. his son. Chris yeah, Sims. and his son. That's right. Who is uh, Kyle Shanahan's uh, one of his buddy. best friends. Tattoo yeah. buddy. Yeah, he has KS tattooed on him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Phil Sims infamously said to the media, they said, hey, what do you think about the 49ers? He said they laid down like dogs. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. He was, he was just furious because uh, that cost the Giants, you know, a chance to get the playoffs. But, you don't know, put like, yourself like I said, in that position. And, and there's a reason. There's a reason why I bring that up, right? You don't ever want to be in that spot. Like I said, you don't want to have to rely on help. You want to control your own destiny. Yeah. So, I mean, heck, we were... You know, three and well, we were three and five just a couple weeks ago, and uh, that loss to Arizona was really ugly. You know, so for us to we bounced back. You know, we did have a couple good wins, and uh, the loss of Seattle obviously definitely hurts. But you know, looking looking from from here on out, Cincinnati is going to be a tough one. I do I do appreciate that the NFL flexed us. So for anyone who has an older calendar, maybe or you haven't been following the team uh, the news. That is not going to be a 10 a.m. game for us. That's a 125 kickoff. So, for and if you're not familiar with it, that is a huge deal. And yeah, I know you can say these are millionaire athletes. Why should that matter? You know, you should be up and ready regardless. Well, you know, they are still human at the end of the day, right? I don't know about you, Alex, but if, if I'm ever on vacation, you know, I, I compare a 10 a.m. game to waking up early on vacation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like waking up at 7 a.m. when I'm visiting you know, on vacation <laughs> somewhere. Part of vacation, I mean, of course, I'm not there to sleep the time away, but 
you know, I'm not there to wake up early and be tired, you know, during any activity. So no, that, that time does matter. That the three hours does make a huge difference. And then the other thing uh, about the later kickoff, Alex, I think you had mentioned something offline about the weather. Yeah, man, we're going to have a very, very cold game. I think it's um, as high as 28 degrees. I mean, that's that's below that's below freezing, right? Freezing's 32. So we're talking that's about right, a, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a cold game. We can't think of a, the last time we played a... We usually don't end up, you know, in uh, in uh, the colder parts of the of the country country that's right the only uh thing i've actually heard a lot of quarterbacks say even in the snow is that you would think oh it's going to be all running all running but one thing if you think about actually helps the the snow and the cold weather helps the offense is that i know where i'm running i know my route the defender doesn't Mm -hmm. yeah so you know i know i'm gonna run i'm gonna run eight yards into a hard hit you know, a dig route or, you know, a, a, a slant go, right? Or whatever the route may be. So, you know, again, all right, I mean, obviously we're a team that likes to run the ball. We do have our share of big plays. Uh, but say, same thing with Cincinnati, right, Alex? I mean, what, what was it you had? I think you you faced, uh, was you faced Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase Fantasy recently. So I know you can talk about that. Yeah, so Joe Burrow, um, 3,100 yards. 23 touchdowns and then Jamar Chase. I mean, for a rookie, dude, for a rookie, 55 receptions, 958 yards, eight touchdowns. Usually rookies take a while to really blossom. Usually by what the third season, maybe fourth season, they're they're you know blossoming. You know, one that comes to mind is Devontae Adams, right? It took a while before the league knew who Devontae Adams was. It's uh it's it's not like uh, Odell Beckham, you do well one had to one had to catch and then you're you know, on, on everyone's uh, headline. Um, yeah, but it is an explosive offense. One thing that worries me is uh, we lost Emmanuel Mosley. I think it's a high ankle sprain. So you're going to, we're thinking, I'm thinking for five weeks. Usually those take a while, especially for his position. That's a cornerback. It's it's a reaction position. So you, you need those ankles. Um we had we have what Josh Josh Norman who rather try to peanut punch the football out of your hands rather than tackle, <laughs> you know. And he every right. game he's good for one, one or two, maybe, maybe even two, calls. yeah, <laughs> pass interference calls. And then we had our rookie Demo. We gave him another shot, and you know, of course, he did get burned. DK Metcalf had that large reception over him, and uh, he gave up a touchdown later in the game, and. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's what we expect from a rookie. But you know, when you have a veteran like Josh Norman on the other side playing just as poorly, you know, it makes you wonder why is he even in the team? My thoughts. We've gone back and forth. I mean, we we, we signed Norman off the off of his, you know, he's sitting on his couch. Yeah. All right. It's almost like we, we just need the body back there. Uh, but yeah, hey, Cincinnati's their offense is no joke. You know, you mentioned the numbers, Burrow over 3,000 yards, Chase coming up on 1,000 yards. Uh, Joe Mixon, I have him on my main fantasy team. You know, he's produced very nice this year. I think he's he's just under 1,000 himself. That's a, you know, that's, and, and that's just their, their main, you know, they're, they're kind of their they're triplets, so to speak. You know, you have, a, it's a pretty explosive offense. I think we, we can't, you know, go in there expecting the, you know, when, when this one's 17 to 13, for example, I think it's going to take some, some scoring. Yeah. One thing about Joe Burrow, he is having, 
you know, a good season. I think this is his second second year. 68% completion uh, percentage. Uh, one thing, though, 14 interceptions. So we, we need to get some turnovers. You know, we need to have Jimmy Ward get a pick. We need to have uh, Aziz. You know, th- those have been the, the main guys. Uh, Fred Warner should be back for this game. I think he had full participation practice today. We're recording uh, Wednesday, December 8th. So I feel confident that he's going to play. So Aziz and Fred, they should solidify, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the running game, at least, you know, stopping the run. Um, yeah, DJ DJ Jones had a great game against Seattle, so hopefully he can continue that, carry that over to to this game. No, right on. That's I, I 100% agree with you. I think it's going to take um, you know th- this is definitely an opportunity to get some turnovers. As explosive as they are, you know they do make some mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they can put up points in a hurry, but you know they've lost uh, you know some some games here. Um, I I I got to be honest. I, I did watch uh, their game last week. That was on locally, uh, the 10 a.m. game against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They got down quick. I think it was 24 to six, and then they all they came back, made it a two point game, but the Chargers still pulled away. So, you know, they're a team themselves that are sort of in the mix for a wild card spot. I think they started out hot this year, something like five and two, and they've really tailed off. So, uh, kind of the opposite of what, what we've been doing. So we should see, we shall see what's going to happen with these guys. Yeah, they started off five. Yeah, you're right, five and two. If they lost th- That's uh, right. yeah, three out of the two. last five. Uh, I know one, one other game that I watched there as closely was uh, the Raider game. And that's one that was, it was really close, kind of. I know, I think they pulled away and won by almost 20 points or they won over by over 20. But that didn't tell the whole story. It was a, It was like a six to eight to 10 point game for most of the game before they kind of pulled away at the end off turnovers and whatnot. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough team. Uh, another thing to mention, Zach Taylor, their head coach, he's another one of those, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay guys. So I, I don't think that, that he's actually worked with uh, Kyle directly himself. But, did, did you know, he come from the Rams? Uh, yeah, he, he did coach a little bit for the Rams before they, Cincinnati hired him. Uh, directly from the Rams. Yeah, and they're also coming coming off a loss against the Chargers. So hopefully we can continue pounding them down towards a, a, a losing streak. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Sunday, December 12th. I do see us winning just for the fact that we need to, I feel we need to win out. I think we have room for one more loss, but why even give ourselves that that room? Let's just Let's just win out. All right, guys, just to kind of put a bow on today's episode and wrap up for today, uh, we wanted to give a shout out to a couple of players in particular who have, uh, you know, really stood out during this sort of a tough year that we've had. Uh, I'll start off by, you know, giving the proverbial game ball to uh, Nick Bosa. You know, came back from uh, an ACL injury, which you really never know. I know sports medicine has evolved, but you never know how the guy's going to come back. So for 12 sacks, in 12 games and just being an absolute terror on that D line. Uh, I look forward to seeing him continue to dominate here for years to come. So first that's Nick Bosa. The second guy I wanted to give a shout out to is uh, Elijah Mitchell. You know, he's a guy that, you know, if you remember, we did an episode on him, you know, before or an episode, I should say before the season, he kind of was a guy that we didn't even know if he's going to make the roster or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for him to not only make the roster, I know a lot of injuries happened in front of him with 
Mostert, you know, with Sermon. Or you got these guys that have been banged up uh, with Jermichael Hasty, Jeff Wilson. So he all of a sudden went from the fifth guy to, you know, the steal of the draft. Currently, I believe he's sitting just under 800 yards. Um, there was five, five games left. I have no doubt he'll creep over a thousand, you know, to finish uh, real strong. Um, you know, as a rookie, what more can you ask for? A guy that started as the fifth running back. Yeah. So uh, that's it for me. You know, I had uh, Mitchell and I have Bosa. No, they both get a game ball for me. Alexander, you had two as well. Yeah. Um, I do want to quickly add for Eli Mitchell. Really good right here. 18 targets, 17 receptions. So this guy is also catching the ball aside from running. So, yeah, wow, big, big awesome. steal. Yeah, dude, big steal. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to shout out Aziz. You know, we lost Greenlaw early in the season. We're a little scared. Aziz has stepped up. He was the uh, Mike linebacker against Seattle. I believe he had a great game um, and he's had a great season. He's a, he's oh, a yeah, sure a tackler. Heckler, yeah. He's had a, he's, he's had a great season. Sure. Tackler. Uh, I, I believe Fred Warner is going to be back for Cincinnati. So it's going to be good seeing them back up uh, Fred and Aziz. And then um, second person is going to be George Kittle. Um, man, the guy has, has, has had five touchdowns. I think in the last five games, uh, and he still dominates in any any way, blocking, receiving, even getting a handoff. Um, he still is the number one or number two tight end in the league. Like you can't even you can't even argue that he's such a complete weapon and his attitude towards the team and just how he is going to have him healthy and playing these games because he, he makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, man. So we'll we'll uh, cut it here. Um and, uh, you know, we're on to Cincy. I feel strongly about this one. I, th- I think we can come up with a win. Well, actually, to quote uh, Bill Belichick, who once infamously answered every question in a press conference, we're on to Cincinnati. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I I've, been waiting a, I've been waiting a number of years to be able to say that. So we're on to Cincinnati. Uh, really hoping we finish strong. Uh, you know, as the season comes down, winds down, yeah, we're hoping to, uh, you know, come at you guys with at least one episode to kind of wrap up and preview uh, each week here as we end the season. Just want to thank everyone that's been uh, listening, supporting so far. You know, again, as a, as a fan base, you know, together we we've been on this ride this this whole season. So uh, it hasn't gone as expected, but you know, again, we're we support we support the team, and uh, just on a personal level, we appreciate all the support that we've gotten uh, as as a show. So. We look forward to growing, and uh, we appreciate every 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 ounce of support that we get. Yeah, agree, definitely agree. All right, so um, yeah, let's hope we come up with a win. We'll be uh, seven and six. All right, and faithful, uh, Sean. Any any closing thoughts? No, that's it for me, man. Let's go ahead and take care of business. Awesome. All right, faithful. Take care.